0: uh,
1: all right ready yeah hi you're listening to the odd sisters podcast because
0: i'm marcy (laughs) okay okay the looks you're giving me said that didn't work (laughs) Uh, okay i'm trying to be cool right now but i'm really weirded out i don't think you've ever looked at me like that (laughs) Julia yeah but yeah you I, was got say, I, back. Was, <laughs> I was gonna say what's that like you're always like it's okay
1: you're fine <laughs> don't worry about it Marcy. <laughs> hello you're listening to the ancestors podcast I am Marcy I am allison I'm Julia
0: and... hello Marcy <laughs> that's more expected. Yeah it's true um it catches us off guard when allison gets old (laughs) yeah yeah what are we talking about today julia um yeah so i wanted to do i'm hopefully i'll see how this one goes but i wanted to do like a series of um kind of like badass women throughout history is what i was thinking love it i got a book i'm Um, gonna bring you next time okay because um, <laughs> it's on this. <laughs> she doesn't read books. Yeah, come on.
1: You can read a book. Oh, it's got lots of pictures. It's a big coffee table book. Oh, okay, <laughs>
0: then she, she might be sold. Wow. Jane can read it to her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that that too much?
0: <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was hoping it could be kind of like a series or something like that. So this one is a little bit um. A little bit different because it's it's a very old story. So um, some things I tried to keep, like, if there was anything that was, like, more of, like, well, she could have done this, I tried to keep it out of it um, because it's so old. There are, like, kind of, I guess, more, like, rumors that have, like, slowly become facts, yeah. mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um. So I kind of tried to keep it to the, the things that were common throughout all of the research that I was doing on it. So... Um, this is the story of, <laughs> her name's French, so it's going to be really fun. I'm going to say it a couple times, and then I'm just going to refer to her as her first name, because it's easy. Her name is Julie Daubigny. so, or Dobigny, Dobigny, I don't know. It's, How do you spell it? It's, uh, D-apostrophe-A-U-B-I-G-N-Y. Dobigny? Oh. Do... Do
1: big Yeah.
0: But maybe
1: Do big Oh. Ooh. That's a Y. Ye? <laughs> <laughs> but a- <laughs> uh, A-U would be...
0: Oh. Do. Oh, yeah. Like... Do. Yeah. Do. Do. <laughs> so, Julie. What's Julie doing? Yeah. Which is... The name you love the most. <laughs> my favorite name. Um, <laughs> So... We don't actually, she's a little, she's quite mysterious. So we don't actually know when, like what day she was born. And we actually don't even know where she was born. She was just born in France somewhere in 1673. So, like I said, really old story. So there's some things, some kind of like plot holes, I guess. But so Julie d'Aubigny was raised mainly by her father, Gaston d'Aubigny. Um while living in Versailles, Gaston was secretary to louis de Louis de Lorraine Guise, who was the master of the horses for King Louis the <laughs> Fourteenth Master of the horse <laughs> um so keeper of the hoops <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it um but so master of the horse to me, sounds like sounded like a really stupid job. But upon investigation is actually a really important, important position. Um, So it's actually he's in charge of the the royal stables and he's and the the king's advisors as well. So the royal stables was actually a really busy place um, and it was a very important, um, very important to go like everywhere by a horse. Exactly. So it's very important in the life of sorry. It's a very important part of life in Versailles. Over a thousand blacksmiths, servants, saddlers, coachmen and other workers um, worked there and they kept the horses ready for the for any of the king's needs. So any business or hunting trips or even wars. So because they did everything on on horseback. So part of part of his job was to train the court pages who would eventually serve the king. So Julie, at the age of nine, was just kind of tagged along, just kind of tagged along with them and listened to his teaching all well dressed as a boy. So she quickly learned how to read, uh, read, draw, dance, ride a horse. And most importantly, she was awesome with a sword. So when she was 14, her father's... <laughs> this is fucked. When she was 14, her father's boss took her as a mistress. Yeah. So Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And then... <laughs> which is just like... <laughs> Great. Um and he even arranged for her to marry to keep up appearances. So yeah, she became it keeps getting more awesome <laughs> yeah. at four, like it's just like You know what we should do to make sure people
1: don't find out about this? You should marry another dude. Uh,
0: yeah. How 14 old are fourteen? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um and so she became she became Madame Du Maupin, or simply La Maupin. So her husband, however, would conveniently be needed in the south of France and she would remain on her own in Paris. Wow. Uh, yeah. so, so convenient. Yeah. And it was like, and he Married like, a guy never the, see. the guy who she was like, her father's boss um, was the guy who sent him away. Nice. To, <laughs> of course. It's just like, the king would do the same thing for his yeah, mistresses. That's true. That's true. But um,
1: I like how that's like, there's an idea of like keeping up appearances that way, but it's like. Like, let's make sure no one knows that you and I are having this affair, so you're going to marry this guy, but that I'm immediately going to send him away, (laughs) so you're still just here alone and spending a lot of time
0: with me. But she's married now. Yeah. okay. I don't know how that fixes anything, though. Yeah. Because there's a propriety around it, right? Like, a, a married woman could be more easily with a man than... A nun, an unmarried woman. unmarried, <laughs> <None laughs> <laughs> nun married. none. Yeah, <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know. It makes, it makes sense in society. Morally. Yeah. No, obviously it doesn't make a fucking difference. No. But, yeah, that's true. I guess if they like looked at her, they'd be like, oh, well, she's unmarried. Who knows? She's hanging out with this guy. But then as soon as she's married, it's And like... for him too, is he married? I don't know. Because him sure. hanging out with an un- unmarried woman is even more than. Yeah. That's it true. was France. Everyone knew what was happening. You just had to play the game. Yeah, you know that's true. <laughs> um. So in I've in seen movies, sixteen in sixteen eighty seven, she met a fencing master by the name of Seren.
1: Oh, I feel like oh. the stable guy is going to get ditched. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. And they hit it off so well that soon they were running from the law together.
1: Wow. Apparently. So apparently. <laughs> so apparently
0: Uh, saran had murdered a man in an illegal duel so he was definitely the type of guy you should run away with 100 percent. but i mean like her home situation wasn't great either so the couple traveled um the couple traveled drank and dueled their way their way south making a living by becoming traveling singers slash exhibition duelists what a time (laughs) yeah what that's amazing time, yeah all <laughs> so like D. <D&D>. yeah <laughs> like, all, seems... all the while julie dressed in male clothing of course so <laughs> apparently she was she was so talented that one night a drunken audience member proclaimed loudly that she was actually a man because he could did not believe that a woman would be able to do the things that she was doing but the man was immediately silenced when julie tore off her shirt revealing that that was definitely not the case <laughs> <laughs> well done julie <laughs> Um, there when there were other avenues for sure But when they arrived in Marseille she joined the opera company using her maiden name but after a while the excitement of Seren wore off <laughs> as uh I guess he just wasn't killing people the way like he used to <laughs> um so you he was boring now. anymore yeah exactly <laughs> Um, I only Legally started going out with illegally. you because you murdered someone <laughs> you haven't killed somebody in a while um, so she actually started to pursue a young woman but this this woman's parents um, sorry but this woman's parents unla- unhappy with the road that she was going down sent her away to a convent and Julie never saw her again
1: actually, did you predict this? <laughs> now there's nuns <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is no <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, she didn't let her go. She couldn't. She's a total badass. So there's no way she could just let her go. So not only did she follow her almost 100 kilometers to their destination where she was going um, to this convent. She kidnapped her. And enter the convent under false pretenses. She stole the body of a dead nun, tucked what? it into her bed, and burned that motherfucker down to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> what? Yeah. So Into her girlfriend's bed? Yeah. Oh, my God. So they, they faked her own death. They faked her her yeah. girlfriend's death, <laughs> oh um, and then they ran away together. Where was the dead gun? <laughs> Are we not asking <laughs> questions? I have a problem. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How'd she she know found, she's found one. Be there. She's a resourceful young woman. She certainly is. Let's hope she didn't kill her. <laughs> found this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just over there. Okay, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The girl, the girl that she's after is like, red flag, (laughs) just dead nuns, you just have access to dead nuns. (laughs) Okay. So their affair lasted three months um, before the young woman returned to her family. So she got bored of her too. So so she was, uh, Julie was charged as a man with kidnapping, body snatching and arson. And her sentence was to burn at the stake for her crimes. Oh, but... so
1: the nun plan didn't work.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nada. Nun. Nunzio. Um, but Julie never showed for Well, I mean, <laughs> would <you>? I wouldn't <laughs> either. <laughs> no. Please meet um, us here at two PM.
1: <laughs> we are gonna burn you
0: alive. Hard pass. Nah. So she would she would most likely end up running from these crimes for the rest of her life, right? Because I mean, they're yeah. pretty they're that pretty crazy, But so. they charged her as a man. Do they, does that mean they thought she was a man or they just charged her like... They charged the the same her as a way man. She, Okay. Yeah. Got it. Oh, I didn't realize there was differences. <laughs> I'm sure there was. I mean, it makes sense. But I guess
1: I never put two yeah. two together like that. Yeah. There's female um,
0: crime and then there's man crime. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing man crime. <laughs> um. So actually, that was wrong. She wouldn't be running from it for the rest of her life. Um. So at this time... Well, not at this time, but... Um this is a very leading episode. You, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm on like one see, path was... and you're like, no, you're <laughs> this over was here. a really weird time in France. So Louis the as you guys know, but who was he was made king at the age of four. Um he spent most of his life centralizing uh, centralizing power in the monarchy and casting himself as a divine monarch. And although um Louis was devoutly religious, he did not take kindly to the church, sticking their nose into political affairs. So he, this helped Louis keep from becoming undermined by popes and cardinals, but made it a weird situation where the church and crown were partners as well as rivals. So it was like mm-hmm. a really tense time. So Louis found out that if you invested in artists that were, critical, um, that were critical of power structures, they would instead focus their hatred towards the church. So he was keeping an ear out for people who were uh, irrever- oh, Sorry, irreverent satirical and luckily for julie scandalous her old lover slash father's boss louis de louis de laranquise told her story to the king and he found julie's story so amusing that he personally pardoned her wow yeah so (laughs) but while this was all going on before all of this she was um she was insulted by a nobleman and they decided to duel so she was like Literally, if anybody said anything to her, she'd be like, "Fucking fight me!" <laughs> like she would have fist fights with people. She would have duels with people. Like it did not matter. Um, so the fight ended with her driving her blade through his shoulder. And she went to visit him. Oh, sorry, one second. Sorry. Um, she went to visit him <laughs> <She> <laughs> in the hospital. Could get well card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and she found out that he was the son of a very powerful duke. So after you're gonna say dude for a second, <laughs> a very warm, powerful, powerful dude. dude. He was like so cool, and um, after after he sent his apologies, she went to she went to his room, and they got down. He
1: apologized to her. Yeah. <laughs> she stabbed him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for insulting her.
1: Oh, fair, that's okay. true.
0: Um, but I think and, like the stab wound puts you at in equal. equal, and they actually became they eventually became lifelong friends. So. Aww. That's pretty cute. <laughs> With benefits. I mean, how many how many people, like, meet their best friend by stabbing them? <laughs> um, so the relationship <laughs> ended. Yeah, it's it's like a backwards
1: relationship. <laughs> yeah. Most people are, like, friends, and then they bone, and then maybe they stab each other. They yeah. stabbed each other, and then they boned, and then they're friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Opposite. <laughs> um, but uh, their relationship ended when he had to return to his military unit. And, um, but she sh- shortly, sorry, bleh. But she shortly hooked up with a fellow singer, and they headed to Paris together. Okay, so in 1690, at the age of 17, she's what 17 years old. I thought she was like after 30. The king, no, after the king granted her pardon. So this is this is post pardon. <laughs> um, she she was hired by the Paris Opera. She was a you know duelist slash singer so, yes as you do she has experience um, do. so she charmed audience with her androgynous style stole roles from her uh, sorry stole roles from men with her contralto voice yeah yeah um slept with most of her co-stars publicly beat the shit out of an actor who is pestering her fellow actresses and of course won many many duels Jesus. she's amazing yeah <laughs> she's amazing I'm in love with this person, and <laughs> <laughs> so Julie never really bothered to hide her sexuality, even though it was definitely not something that people were okay with at the time. Um, the difference being that Louis the brother, uh, Philip—I don't know if it's Philippe, probably—probably because probably. it's French. But um, Philippe was actually gay and would frequently dress in women's clothes, so that that put in the, the king in a really awkward situation, um, not wanting to crack down on any gay people because it would probably ruin his brother's life. So he didn't really, there wasn't, he wasn't There's enforcing no consequences. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was just like, well, I don't want to ruin my brother. Um, so in 1695, Philippe invited Julie to a a royal ball as his guest. And our bisexual hero arrived dressed as a man and danced with women the entire night she even kissed a desirable single marquise that's that several gentlemen were courting they didn't take very kindly to her affections and all three of them challenged her to a duel she beat them all one at a time and then returned to the party (laughs) so my gosh yeah she's amazing which is insanely badass but unfortunately for her even louis couldn't defend her Duels were illegal after all, and it didn't help that the whole thing went down at a royal event. So she had to she had to flee to Brussels, where she briefly she was briefly in an affair with a German prince. Of course. Just for shits and giggles. (laughs) You know, like while you're hiding out, you might as well. Um, And when she thought it was safe, she returned to Paris and continued to sing and act, having some parts written specifically for her and even taking a permanent position in the opera. In 1705, she appeared for the last time on stage at the age of thirty one. After trying to reunite with her husband, yeah, she was married this entire time, and he was just somewhere south of Fr- in France. <laughs> um, so her final years were spent in a relationship with another woman whose death made her inconsolable. She took refuge in a convent, like for real this time, and, <laughs> and died in 1707 at the age of 33. Wow. wow. She, yeah, I know, what a life. Even though she has no known grave, her story is memorable, memorable enough to stand the test of times. And once you've heard of this operatic bisexual angel, she stays in your heart forever.
1: That's insane.
0: I know. That was a crazy 15 years for that woman. I know. She 33. 17. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, like was the life most, lived. <laughs> most of <laughs> no, her it's stuff. It's been like two years. Most of her, the stu- that stuff, she was like 16, 17 years old. That's crazy. Just like riding around with this strange man that's amazing yeah and just beating the shit out yeah. of people well
1: i'm sure when your dad's boss decides to make you your his <laughs> mistress when you're 14 your life turns out great after yeah. that point
0: yeah But she seemed like she did fine but the entire <laughs> yeah the entire time she like basically since she was nine she like always dressed in dressed as a man and just like she wasn't trying to i read a bunch of stuff too like it wasn't like she wasn't trying to hide anything like it wasn't like oh people can't know i'm a woman she just wore men's clothes the entire yeah, time well, women's clothes sucked back then. yeah exactly yeah, like, like if you're gonna a man too. if you're gonna do like, duel, you're not gonna yeah, wear a dress exactly or like even ride on a horse like yeah. you have to ride on this like with your like both legs like it's not yeah. practical yeah. for like what she was doing but <laughs> i loved that yeah i thought it was pretty awesome that was amazing how do you, <laughs> how do you feel about the name julie now It's better, but I still don't like people calling me that. (laughs) I'm sure it goes both ways. I'm sure people who are named Julie don't like being called Julia. I'm sure. Because it's like, that's a separate name. Yeah. It's not a nickname. It's a separate name. Just saying. (laughs) Don't get me started. (laughs) That was awesome. I liked that. I can't wait for the next. Yeah. In the series. I'm pretty excited. There's a lot like I started with one one person and there's this like a little bit more complicated. And then like in reading about them, I found out like all these other people. That's cool. Um, so I'm going to try and talk about a bunch and of And Allison's them. got a book for you. Mm-hmm. so She's got a book for me to <laughs> yeah. take and ignore for six months. <laughs> yeah. Like much. I do with most books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stare at it, but not into I it. I should read that <laughs> one year later. You read a book for, for us once. It was punishment, but you did it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Did anyway. you actually read it though? You read some of it. Yeah, I read it. like the first like three chapters and died. Stop throwing up in my mouth. But um, <laughs> I also a, it have... was a romance novel, folks. Um, I also have a book that um was Jane's grandmother's book. Yeah, and we were there's a bunch of so I might if there's a shorter one. I might try because it's like certain articles from that book, but it's not really like a whole episode's worth. Mm. So maybe I'll try and split it because it's it's a lot of like really capturing like what like life was like then. Yeah. Like there's one there's one section about like female scientists and literally the first sentence is like, even though we know that women's brains are smaller than men, <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> some have taken to inventing. I was like, "I've—that's a hell of a sentence to start off." with. <laughs> holy shit, I want to look at that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's amazing. Um, it's pretty great. So I'll try and it's figure like out the, some way um, to work them in.
1: It was uh, the first female astronaut that like went into space. The, when the like people were like setting up her all her stuff that she oh, would with need to the space they were like so how many boxes of tampons do you need like 300 and she was like what the fuck no <laughs>
0: <laughs> no what the fuck no <laughs> get out of here <laughs> this is not how this works <laughs> uh it's a good note to end on thanks for listening guys <laughs> all right bye oh uh, no Facebook, Instagram, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. Twitter. <laughs> that was such a floor. <laughs> <What? laughs> <Wait, go back. laughs> Put your headphones back in. Ugh. Uh yeah. 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 Follow us on the Instagram. Um Julia's been doing some really good posts and it's awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Praise. <laughs> Praise <laughs> me.